Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Batch, bitch. Batch, batch, bitch. Batch, bitch. Batch, bitch. Batch, bitch. Hello. Hello! I'm Naomi. And I'm Danielle. And welcome to Batch Bitch. It's the podcast where we bitch about The Bachelor. And then we bitch about other podcasts about The Bachelor. Um, and then we bitch at each other. And it's a lot of fun. Yeah, we love each other more than anything you can possibly imagine. But some people think we hate each other um, sometimes, which is absolutely not true. We just fight. That's like they just get that because, like, of evidence. Like that time I made you that beautiful cross stitch, and then you hid it away in a box. Okay, well, it's not. I don't, like I said, I, it doesn't have space on my wall yet, and I need to protect it from the elements. So I'm looking after it. It's in protect my glory it. box. Okay, all right. Protect it from the elements, Danielle. <laughs> I'll kill you. <gasps> See, this is why people don't think that. Just um, kill me. That's fine. I'm already hurt enough i don't even think i'd feel anything if you killed me well good to know because i wouldn't want you to go through any pain because i'm your close friend well you already put me through all the pain that i can possibly go through is all i'm saying so this is speaking of which it's 8 (laughs) a.m yes it is early um and we love each other and we love this show um danielle what a fun week on the program oh boy (laughs) you are not wrong so this week, sorry, sorry, also just to let you know, Naomi has told me that she's, sorry, I coughed, but she's sick this week. Um, so she, uh, I, I'm going to be taking the reins on this. So just please bear with me because you know what I'm like. You know, <laughs> my notes are not like Naomi's notes. My notes are like, man walked in room. He looked at lady, you left room. That's usually my notes. <laughs> that's, that's the one part I probably wouldn't even write down that scene. Well, see, we've got the perfect note. We've got the perfect notes if we combine both our notes. It's true. I'll just yell to interrupt. That's fine. So speaking of which, my first note for today is baby shower <laughs> clue. Ah, yes. Because the girls would give... Osher walked in with a basket, I think, which had heaps of shit for a baby shower. Um, and then the girls... I don't, I don't know what they thought it was. but Emma was excited. She's like, hell yeah, we all get... Let's get pregnant. Let's get over I thought it would be funny if they all had to go get pregnant. And then um, you win the extra time if if it sticks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is why Danielle's taking the lead. Um, no, this is good. I think you should take the lead if this is the type of stuff you're coming up with because I'm liking it. Oh, thank you. Okay, you, maybe you could use this in some of your little comedy routines that you do on stage. Oh, thank you. You and my granddad both seem to love giving comedy advice. <laughs> <laughs> Old men love to do that, <laughs> don't they? They love it. You could use this in your routine. They love saying routine as well. They do, or skit. Oh, yes. You little skit. 
How are your skits going? Danielle's in Queensland. Yep, I'm in the, That's where she comes from. I'm in the GC and it is warm. It's nice. It's nice. Oh, it's weather. fucking cold here and miserable. I'm holding a hot water bottle. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought it was nice up there. When I left, it was nice, the temperature. Yeah, well, it turned to shit, Danielle, all right? Classic Melbourne, four seasons in one bloody day, okay? All right. Oh, I should use that so- in my skit. <laughs> <laughs> So we have um, Sam, oh, Bachelor Royalty, which I was very excited about. Um, Sam and Schnez. Oh, how did I get it wrong? I've been correcting people with her name for two years now. It's Snez um, or Snez. Snezana. Beautiful couple. Um, and then Maddie J and Laura, yeah. who are fine. Um, <laughs> I called out, I... Uh, am nervous because someone who um, sort of works with Maddie J, I said something about, like, I tagged them in our Batch Bitch podcast and said that I was going to roast Maddie J. Mm-hmm. And then they reposted it. And now I'm worried he's going to listen he's, to the podcast. He's not going to listen. Okay, well, let's talk like he's not going to listen. He's not going to listen. And don't, don't be stressed. Don't be stressed. He's not going to do anything. What, if he doesn't like what you say about him? What if What's he, he kills do? me? He's not going to kill you. That's um, just the answer okay. to that question. All right. Well, he's got a that's baby fine. on the way. He's got to be. He's got to be a dad. Well, he's got he's a baby around. now. So at the time of filming, they were both pregnant, but they've both had the babies oh, now. Wow. I think. Um, so that's exciting. Um, I was wondering why no Tim and Anna, who were the first, the couple in season one, but I think either they have no interest in this sort of career or. Anna wasn't pregnant, so she wasn't invited. Yeah, absolutely they did, did a pregnancy thing. But also, I kind of wanted Osha's wife to be there just because she's pregnant. she was pregnant too, he said. Oh, yeah. That would be weird. That would be fun because <laughs> she could pretend to be like lady host, female host pregnant lady. I mean, yeah, it would be weird. Okay, you got me. <laughs> um, so uh, that's exciting. And, okay, you take over again. Okay, well, my next note... <laughs> is um, I don't understand how people come out of this show being in love. Oh, okay, I know where that came from. That is because they, they showed the promo clips of, like, them saying they love each other, like Sam and Schnez and Maddie J and Laura. And we're, like, Nelly at the end now. And I just can't imagine going through this process and spending sort of, like, this much time with somebody and I can't imagine being in love. Well, we're about to get to the nitty-gritty, so soon we'll see, I guess next week we'll see the hometown visits. And then after that, then they'll meet Maddie J's family if they're in the top two. So it's you end up spending more time together because like, he's like literally travelling to all of their hometowns and stuff. Yeah, I just mean like also like a lot of people spend like months and months and months dating um, where they spend like a lot of time together before they say, I love you. Oh, you mean frauds? <laughs> frauds, you have to convince themselves they're in love. All right. Um, Mark tried to tell me he loved me twice. <laughs> so early. Like, uh, Wait, what happened? Mark, okay, here's a story. This is... Here's a story. Um, I okay, so we've been together for a while. We'd said I love you. I said I love you to him, but there was like one time 
and it was on his birthday, which is like early January, and um, we were drunk, and um, he was in the car, and he was like, I love you, but we had not been dating for very long, and I was like, oh, you don't mean that, you don't mean that, and he's like, I do, and then I didn't say it back, right? <laughs> um and then, but then, like, later on, I said, I said, I love you. He said it back. And then we were talking about it. And I'm like, oh, how funny was that time that you said I love you and I didn't say it back. Ha <laughs> ha. And he was like, oh, yeah, on New Year's Eve. And I was like, no, it was your birthday in early January. And he was like, no. <laughs> and we were drunk both those nights. So it turned out he told me he loved me and I hadn't said it back twice. Once I remembered and once he remembered. <laughs> brutal <laughs> anyway you're a um, real I, bitch i yeah you i really just needed that extra fucking three weeks <laughs> yeah you do need the producers around to tell you that you love him because if not some other lady will steal him away and then you won't win the show well that's see you can have all these levels on this show and they they make them out to all mean the same thing you can say i can see myself fall in, lo- in love with you which is like you could say that about a stranger really if like yeah. you had a good conversation and then you can say i am falling in love with you which basically means what it doesn't mean i'm not anything. in love with you yeah because you don't know until you're like and, no <laughs> you know you know yeah oh my god or there's i'm in love with you um and that's the third option which is the only one that is real in my opinion <laughs> I'm falling in love with you means I want to say I love you, but I probably don't fully mean it yet. Yeah. Or <laughs> but they I'm always feeling pressure back to it say with it. this really romantic music. They're like, oh, that's so beautiful. I'm like, it's not. <laughs> um, my next note says girls both go to baby shower. So that's a good note because we know what that means. That means the, the, the old Bachelor contestants who are pregnant are going to visit the girls in the house to be thrown a baby shower. By the girls. Yes. Now, I love Sam. He's my favourite Bachelor, um, apart from Matt. I really like Matt, too. They're probably my two favourite Bachelors. This Did you get Matt, good Matt, vibes Matt from Matt Sam? Agnew? Yeah. Yeah. Did you like Sam? Sam seems very cool. Yeah, he's, he seems like I think you can like gather a, that. He seemed like a nice man. Very sincere. I really like him. Obviously, he's a very attractive guy. And usually, <laughs> I shouldn't say this. Mark said that Sam looks like he's running really fast, like based on his face. (laughs) Is that because he's a bit red all the time? No, Mm. just because his features are like a little bit like stretched out. Yeah, like he's he's gone skydiving or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't want to sound mean because that's just what his facial features. I think he's still he's very good looking. Anyway, I hope he doesn't listen. I would never want to hurt his feelings. (laughs) Maddie J, whatever. Yeah, um, Maddie J, annoying. <laughs> Get out of my face, Maddie J. Oh, she's saying it now. Get off my screen. Get out of my town. I'm out of. He, I think I don't know. There's like, I live. so he's on Bachelor Unpacked, which is like this, basically doing what we're doing, but because it's part of Channel Ten, they can't criticize the show. That's my opinion of it. Oh. Um, uh, I mean, I'm sure that's not a rule, but I'm, it seems but, like a rule. I mean, I think that's any rule for it. That's a rule for any company you work for. It's like, don't disparage us. Um, Yeah, they didn't like it. But he watched his own episode of this. I didn't watch it back. But he, like, 
is in the Bachelor Unpacked episode for the for this episode that he's in. Is he just anyway. saying like things like a dad would say, being like, "Bloody hell, that man's a handsome devil, isn't he?" Oh my god, he did. He said the worst joke. Oh, I really hope he doesn't listen now. <laughs> You know, and I feel like such a dick and I hope I'm wrong. I hope I have a baby one day and then I realise that I'm being a real cunt right now. But something about people making relatable jokes about having a baby like really irks me. Like they were talking about last week, the dangerous love dates. They were like, oh, danger, danger. And then like um, Brie Williams, who's a very funny comedian, said something about like, oh, there's going to be no drinking water in 40 years. Danger, danger. And then Maddie J goes, oh, when you leave the house with your baby, but you forget to bring a dummy. Mm -hmm. Danger, danger. (laughs) Oh, my God. And I was like, not relatable to most of the Bachelor audience. Congratulations, you've had a baby. We get it. I'm going to cut all this out. I feel so mean. <laughs> it's no, too early. leave it in. Leave it in. Uh, I've made myself a note just in case I regret this later. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't got... I forgot to put my filter on this morning. <laughs> um, okay. All right. So um, now so the girls... What? So Snez and Laura are interviewing all the ladies in the house to try and find... Matt, Matt, uh, a partner to come to the dinner that they're going to mm-hmm. throw. Apparently the boys are cooking, which I... Okay, so we get a shot later on of the boys back at the house cooking and talking. And I just got to say, they're actually not cooking whatever they eat for dinner. <laughs> oh, absolutely not. <laughs> That's um, I liked... See, this is another reason I like Sam. Um, Matt, like, our Sam and Snez. So Snez... If if anyone recalls, Snez had an eight year old daughter when she was in the when she was on The Bachelor, which is why it's true love because he didn't go for the most convenient person. He's clearly just fallen in love with Snez. I mean, she's also like amazing and beautiful, but do you know what I mean? Yeah. You, you don't just like pick the girl with an eight year old because it's easy. Yeah. Um, and uh, so now they have a baby as well. And then Matt asked how long distance worked with Sam and Snezana. Um. And then Sam was like, it won't matter if she's in Antarctica if she's the right one. That's and I was nice. like, you're so sweet. I'm in love with them. <laughs> oh, come on. Um. Anyway, all right, so, yeah, you. all right, you go. They're interviewing the girls. Then, the girls are interviewing the girls. Yep, yeah, the girls are interviewing the girls. Uh, Snez loves Chelsea because Chelsea's like, oh, I'm a bit shy. I don't know how to do this and opens up a bit. So Snez loves her. Then... They think Abby might be telling them what they need to hear in the conversation. Um, which is, it seems like, I feel like would the producers have, like, set them up for that before they went in? Like, being like, you know, like, it, it seems like a, like, everybody's on her all the time. It's um, a bit mean. Um, yeah. Anyway, then Sagan caught up in the drama again. Um, oh, again. Again. Sort of te- telling them. Telling them that Abby might not be there for the right right reasons, oh, which is like, and then cut back to the guys are playing footy, but it like they're just like throwing the ball around. Have you seen the room, Danielle? No, it looks like that because they all stand like three feet away from each other oh, and wait, just yes. pass the ball to each other. <laughs> um, yeah, and then Sam says that he likes Snjana because 
she didn't get caught up in all the drama. That's and that's when they cut back to Sagan saying, Abby's not here for the right reasons. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, okay, well, you got to focus on yourself and stop this now. Yeah, and Sagan, right now. something happened where it's like she was, this last, these like episodes, she's like gone crazy behind the eyes. Yeah. About Abby. It's, yeah, she has it's, shot herself in the foot here. It's insane. She's gone crazy. Yeah. Put her out of her misery. Um, yeah. The boys ask Matt, how many how many pashas have you done? And then he's like, <laughs> Which <few?" laughs> is to say every woman that's currently in the house. Yep. Um, and then, oh, fuck. They put this in the promo so many times and they played it in like the after the break. And, you know, when Sam said, was talking about how hard it is, like um, le- letting girls go and he says, most guys don't break up with 20 girls in their life. And every time he said that, Mark turned to me and goes, yeah, most guys. <laughs> and he did it so many times. And I was so annoyed at him. I was like, shut the fuck up. Let me watch my story." Well, it's good to anyway. see that you like your partner's sense of humor, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Is sense of humor really that important? <laughs> it's funny because he's a comedian. <laughs> Um, Maddie J says that the breakups get harder, obviously. Um, (laughs) and Sam tells him he can't rush making a decision and it's cool. Yeah, it is cool and fun and manly. Um, and that's what you need (laughs) when you get the boys together. You need a cool, fun, manly time. (laughs) I am, (laughs) when they're all, I was watching this, right? Mark's still next to me and I was like, Matt must be so happy to, like, have some friends. Like, he must be so alone. And Mark's like, what? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, it'd just be nice. For, it must be nice for him to have some friends to talk to. And he's like, what are you? I'm like, because he's so alone. And he thought I was talking about Matty J. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he thought, I just thought, like, Matty J must have, like, no friends, hey. <laughs> He he just seems so alone. He's got like a new baby and wife. He really needs a forced on time camera. Yeah. But honestly, it would be nice. I'm sure nice was actually uh, Matt was actually very comforted by having those guys there. Yeah, I'm sure it was. It would have just probably been nice just to talk to somebody who's been through this stuff, which is what the whole thing was about. Anyway, we go back to the ladies. Yeah. The girls are like Helena, Eleanor, Helena. I don't know. I'm confused now because honestly. Eleanor. Yeah, but it's Eleanor. But it says Helena on the TV. Yeah, it's a silent H. That was like the first thing we learned about I her. cannot. They need to stop putting the names up on the TV because it, it confuses me. That's why I keep calling Vaco the Vacu, wrong name. I know. Because <laughs> <clears throat> her name in my mind is just spelled out. Same with Eleanor. Anyway, they also. Well, that's your fault for learning how to read. Sorry. Then, um, then they say that Emma is in love with him. They, they like, are like Emma is in love with him, which to be fair, yeah. she is giggly. I think it would be, f- I think it would honestly be quite fun to be on the show and be like the person who's just like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make myself fall in love with this person, like as a challenge. Yeah, to, to yourself. Yeah, just to be like, nah, look at him like <laughs> you love him, and now. F- and now get giggly and then like how much of that then would you be able to actually like happen? Like could you make yourself fall in love with somebody for the purpose? I don't know. 
Oh, sometimes I want to do that with um, Ma. Uh, like, <laughs> yeah. I think it would be fun to see if I could fall in love with him. Um, I want to do that with like crystals and um, horoscopes and like the law of attraction, like the secret. Because I just feel like ever like everyone's always positive thinkers when they believe in that kind of stuff. So I was like, maybe I could make myself believe it. Um, I'm gonna say that I don't think I don't think your brain power is strong enough to make yourself fall in love with those things. Yeah. You are yeah. you are far too cynical. Um, okay, skeptical. Sorry, skeptical. Is the word I would use because Sorry, I am a scientist. Negative. <laughs> by education and by trade. <laughs> not by trade. Um anyway. Uh whatever. I'm gonna go out and buy a crystal. What crystal should I get? Um rose quartz, pink one. That's the love one. I don't need help in that department. Okay, sorry, the purple one. When's your birthday? Um, February. It's amethyst. Okay. Maybe I'll get you one of those, like, crystal water bottles or something and make you have to drink out of that. Oh, uh, yay! <laughs> I'm not I looking at it. I can drink the in. energized water. <laughs> um, so, Elena, I thought, oh, Eleanor, I thought Eleanor had already worn this outfit. It turns out it's a completely different outfit. This dress? just looks almost exactly the same yeah, I, as that one that we really liked. I wrote down exactly this. I said, Helena has done a variation on the red outfit they smooched in. It's a good, she looks good in red yeah. with a high neckline. High neckline. Because the other one was like a, a top and, a, and long pants together. But this is a dress. Yeah. Um, then Maddie J starts just... Digging into Eleanor. They're all at dinner together. And he's like, you're a bit young. And she's like, yeah. Yeah, 25. But also, like, I don't know. Everybody's different. I know so many people who have, like, had are married with kids and they're 25 and they seem real happy. Well, yeah, my friend, my friend who I went to school with, she just had her third kid. Whoa. Yeah, when she told me at, like, 20 that she wanted to get pregnant, I was like... Don't do it! <laughs> but, but um, then I realised I was the little judgmental bitch and that's what she wanted to do and she's very happy and she's got three beautiful children. Yeah, that's what some people, like, they really, like, I remember one of the girls at my school, she was like, I, I really want to be a mum and have a family. And that's, a, like, a nice okay, thing as well. Okay, Kylie Jenner. Is that what Kylie Jenner Maybe. said? No, she said, Kylie Jenner said, I want lip kits and I want money. I want to make a what? face scrub made out of walnut, which is not good for your skin. That's what Kylie Jenner said. We all know. Yeah, that's just a PSA. Do not mm. use walnut scrub on your face. It will cause micro tears yes. and age you faster. Do not use that. Do not Don't use, use that. Don't use that St. Ives apricot scrub. If I see anyone using it, I will smack it out of your hand. Yes, do not do it, okay? Um, and everybody, can you start using sunscreen? Please. Oh my god! If you're not it's using not- sunscreen, kill yourself and then buy sunscreen. Well, <laughs> and start wearing it. <laughs> okay. Um. Uh. What was like? By the say? way, biggest anti-aging tip: kill yourself. You'll never get old. <laughs> <laughs> the second one would be sunscreen. That's. I mean, you don't. Oh. Um. I've started using okay, retinol. We- Have you been using that for a while? I feel like you'd be using that for a while. Uh, I use AHA and BHA. Oh, yeah, I got those things too. I got an AHA yeah. t- uh, toner and a moisturizer with some of that in it. Mm, nice. Anyway. Um, 
Anyway. <laughs> Sorry about us talking about skin. Sorry, little skincare chat. Well, um, okay. Go back to the mansion. Um, first of all, they're all eating Magnum ice cream again. Yeah, of course. Which is just as I've said, it's shit. It's terrible. It's yuck. Unless in Magnum the tub. You don't in the like tub. it in the yeah. tub. Yeah. Oh my god, on the stick. Yum yum yum. In the tub. <laughs> yuck. I wouldn't even eat it. If you gave me one, I wouldn't even eat it. I'd be like, yuck. I don't like that. That's horrible. Well, then that makes you sound like an uppity bitch. No, it makes me sound like a lady who knows what she wants. How dare you okay. be judgmental? We Sorry. just went through this. <laughs> um, all right, so we're back at the mansion. Emma doesn't think Eleanor is ready to settle down. Um, that and then and then Emma quotes Eleanor, and she says she's never been in love, and she's never been rejected by a man. And then, like the look in Emma's eyes is like she wants to kill her. It's so funny. <laughs> to be fair, though, I do think I think it would be cr- I think it would be crazy to have never been in love and come on this show. And have somebody who's, like, wanting all these things from you so fast. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I don't even know, like, how, I feel like it would take you longer the first time you fell in love to realise you were in love. If you were, like, a person. Because, you know, like, you wouldn't know what it is. Like, I remember the first time I, I, I did a cum. Um, and I didn't, I didn't really <laughs> know what was happening <laughs> for a bit. And then I was like, oh, my God, what is happening? And then I realised, you know, not the first time because I stopped it because I freaked out about what was happening. But the next time Same. I realised. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. I was like, oh, what's that? <laughs> Don't do that for another three years. Um, <laughs> oh, no. That's all right. I got there in the end. That's good. Um, but no, you're right. I'm sure. I'm sure trying to figure out if you're in love for the first time is exactly the same as trying to figure out if you're coming for the first time. Yes, it's honestly, it's the same. You don't know what it is. You're scared. You're like, is something <laughs> wrong? Am I getting paralyzed from the legs down? Should I back out? Yeah. Now I'm <laughs> overthinking it and the sensation's gone and I liked whatever that was. <laughs> Maybe I do want to be paralyzed. I don't know. <laughs> anyway. Um. So they have a nice dinner. Is there anything else you want to say about the dinner? No, no, um, Maddie J was annoying, um, over-questioning, <laughs> didn't like it, made me not like him. He was like the one at the hometowns who's like, I have some hard questions for the bachelor to answer. That was him. I don't, like, I don't know about my daughter being on this show to meet some sort of what, astro or whatever he dupes. No. <laughs> um, so that date ends. Whatever. Oh, it's all nice. Um, then we have a single date card. Yep. It is Emma. Yay um, for Emma. And they're going to do aphrodisiacs with some woman. I did not pay a lot of attention to this. Oh, honestly, date, me neither. I zoned out. Matt, Matt said he doesn't need any aphrodisiacs at this point. No, it's... If Let's you know be honest. Matt has never needed aphrodisiacs. Uh, he has. You put a woman in front of him, he smooches that woman. Unless you call him a slut, in which case he he freaks out and doesn't kiss the woman. But he wants to. He he is so horny. He he's like you, Naomi. Maybe he is away. your perfect partner. I think so. Um, he's so horny. Um, but it's still. I just feel like at every point the bachelor has to say how horny they are. But it's. But then I looked up. I was like, "What did the honey badger say again?" He said that he had something a cattle dog couldn't chew through. <laughs> so at least he didn't say that. He's a gentleman. 
<laughs> he didn't actually explicitly talk about his semi. But um, we know what it was. Yeah, we know he has a semi. That's okay. So they, so it's like some sort of chocolate date. Did you really not pay attention to this? Yeah, I struggled completely. Well, we both just completely lost interest. Sorry, everybody. Um, we I don't s- have anything for the next 10 minutes to recap. <laughs> I th- and we'll sit in silence. <laughs> um, apparently, I saw some like gifts, people saying it was really gross. <laughs> yeah, I think I looked up and at one point I think they were like fingering chocolate into each other's mouths. But I don't know if that's <sighs> what was actually happening or what I thought happened in my head. There's like this one shot of like Matt. He's got some sort of electric electronic device in his hand. It looked like a barcode scanner. I don't know what it is, but he's like trying to scan something on her shoulder. Man, I'm sure a lot of you actually know what was going on here. But she like she like pushes her body up to get closer to him and to get her face closer to his. And my God, it's so hard to watch. She's just like begging basically Emma we gotta let you know that it is I I don't like watching people who are like a bit more like I need it I need I need the kiss I find it terrifying do you remember like when remember when um what was it which date was it on last season's bachelor where it was like somebody trying like trying to push their face into honey badger's face Oh, Romy. That was funny. But also, like, uncomfortable to watch. Yeah. But I feel like Matt's at least reciprocating here. Yeah. <laughs> it's not assault this time. Give her what they want. <laughs> um, so uh, they then they sit on a couch together and they say they both want to have kids ASAP. Um, oh. And she... And I think she got a rose. Um, but I can't handle watching them. They don't talk about anything other than how much they like each other. Yeah, which is like... You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of people who um, are like inspirational speakers. So it's like, you know, the ones who want to be like Tony Robbins. Yeah. But it's like they're tr- what they're trying to be successful at is inspirational speaking. So they talk about like how to be successful, but they're not successful themselves yet. So there's no actual content to what they're saying. They're like, these are the things you got to do, man. And it's like, what? Is that a genre of person? Is there a person who's not successful giving inspirational talks on how to be successful? Oh, people love that shit, man. I used to be so obsessed with this guy who went to my uni. He was a couple years under me and... He was like he was literally nineteen, and was um, doing like these inspirational talks. <laughs> like he wanted to be the next Tony Robbins. He would go to high schools and like talk and stuff like that, and like edit these like really inspirational black and white videos of him just like talking about success and how he built a business and stuff. And I'm like, you're fucking nineteen. And I remember he had a vision board. And um, I screenshotted it on his Snapchat and then he blocked me on Snapchat because he knew that I was making fun of him. But I mean, he, like, that's one of the things you got to block people out of your life who bring you down, yeah, you know? Who roast you, that's true. And I'm, I'm not saying I didn't deserve it, that's fine. <laughs> but one of the things that he put on his vision board were these gold um, Beats headphones. And then he said he got them and he showed them and I was like, they're different to the ones that were on his vision board. And then I looked on his vision board and the ones he'd actually printed off and put on his vision board were these like super limited edition ones that they were literally only 12 pairs and they were given to like gold Olympic medalists. What the fuck? (laughs) 
I'm like, man, if you're going to put something on your vision board, at least research it. Yeah, don't put up the most... Like, you you can't put up just the the coffin of Tutankhamun. I don't know. That's the thing that I thought of as rare, which is not a good example. The coffin of Tutankhamun. <laughs> which, sure, it's something that we all want, but that doesn't mean you put it on your vision board. You can't. Because what are the odds of you actually having the coffin of Tutankhamun? Yeah, how are they going to get the coffin here? <laughs> like, it doesn't matter how many vision boards there are uh, with a picture of that on it, there's only one coffin of Tutankhamun. <laughs> I don't even, to be honest, I don't even know if he has a coffin of Tutankhamun. I don't know if they have a coffin of Tutankhamun. I have no idea. But I don't know why I thought of that. Do you example. call it a coffin? I think you call it a sarcophagus. Sorry. I'm That's I'm it. completely <laughs> wrong. Sorry. I want the sarcophagus well, of Tutankhamun. Well, an even better bedroom. example. You're never going to get the coffin of Tutankhamun. It doesn't even exist. Do your research for your vision board. Sorry. See, I could have a vision board. I, mean, I could believe in that. Yeah, you got to settle. Put a big house on it. Sometimes you don't want the co- the sarcophagus of Tutankhamun. Sometimes you just want maybe the jar that his brain's in. And, hey, maybe you can achieve that. Let's move on. Another inspirational thought <laughs> from Danielle and Naomi. <laughs> um, cocktail party. Um, Abby says she's creeped out by the way that Emma talks about Matt, um, which, to be honest, same. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Too much. It's too much. Um, And then Osha puts down two cards and says um, two people get to talk to Matt. One of them will get a rose and you get to decide who they are. And Sagan goes for one card straight away, which no one really has a problem with because she had the first single day and then nothing since, basically. <laughs> yeah. So she's she's bombing. That's an industry term, but I think it applies. Yeah. Um, and then the other one, this is the worst. I hate this so much, Danielle. You say it. Okay, so, uh, Ellie, Ellie, so Ellie and Abby, they both want the other card. And they're both going to decide who gets it. But Abby goes away, then she comes back. And then on her way back, Ellie sees her and snatches the card up off the table before Abby can get it. Or have a discussion over who gets it. Well, so they've already kind of had a discussion. Ellie's like, I've got stuff I really want to say. And then Abby's like, okay. I mean, we all have stuff we want to say. And I have had, like, you've had the, Ellie's had the most time with him out of anyone yeah. at this point, right? Um, They literally went to Melbourne together. And so then, yeah, Abby's away. And then the other, I think, who is it? Emma and Kristen are just like, Ellie, just grab it. Like, just, just take it. And I'm like, fuck you. Fuck you. I'm sick of it. This made me really pissed off. Yeah. So Ellie just grabs it because I I get think I guess she thinks she's more entitled to it even though she's had the most time with him out of anyone. And then um I mean has Abby even had a second date yet? No. No. Yeah. She's had some like alone time after a single date. Yeah, she's wanted some single dates, but she hasn't had any more like one-on-one dates, which means Emma's had more one-on-one dates than her um Ella, Eleanor's had a more one-on-one dates than her because Eleanor's had two. Um, who else? I was in the house. Ellie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so three girls it in makes the house sense that Sagand would want it. It. Um, I guess it seems like Kristen's given up at this point. To be honest. I love um, Kristen so much. Me too. Um, but anyway, yeah, Ellie has snatched it, and then Abby comes back, and she's like, "Well, um, this doesn't seem fair." And then, so they have a chat, and then Ellie's like, okay, I want you to have it. And then everyone on Twitter was like, oh, my God, Ellie's so nice. And I was like, 
Okay, Ellie's not a fucking monster. I'm not I'm not saying that, but like if Abby was the one who snatched it and then gave it to Ellie, everyone would be like, Yeah, damn fucking right, bitch. That's what like Abby fucking tried to take it. Fuck her. Like they'd still just be mad at Abby for snatching the card in the first place. But because it's Ellie, they're just like she's so nice for giving it to Abby. And I'm like, it wasn't hers to give. They were having a discussion and then she took it while Abby wasn't looking. Yeah. When she has had the most time with him. Yeah, it's not it's not fair at all. And I also everybody like Everybody's acting like, um, like Ellie in the house is acting like Abby stole the card away from her. It's like, no, you you did hand it to her in the end because you yeah, and also you're the one who stole it. Yeah, I mean, also like the reason Ellie gave it to her was because she can't deal with confrontation, and Abby just wasn't backing down and being like, this is what I want. So what? It's going to be awkward if you don't like give it to me because I need to tell him these things. Like, Actually, this Ellie is that's why I like Abby because I'm <laughs> like that as well. I was at um, I was going recently to like dinner and then a show thing, um, and then at dinner I bought a bottle of wine for everyone, and someone else bought another bottle of wine too, so we had two for the table. And then one of the people who um didn't buy the just drank from the bottle of wine bought. Um, a drink for her and her partner but then her partner didn't want the drink and then she turned around to me and this other girl who had like just shown up and she's like does anyone want this drink and then the other girl kind of like grabbed it first and she's like oh are you sure and then I just grabbed it as well and went is it okay if I have it because I just bought her a drink before (laughs) (laughs) and then this girl my friend was like oh yeah okay and I was like thank you And then I was like, that is the most psycho thing I've ever done. But I had like one glass of that whole bottle of wine. I'm getting a drink in return. <laughs> she was so shaken. But um, but I, but I, she's the Ellie in that situation. That's so funny. <laughs> like she'd basically already handed her the drink. And I was like, no, that's okay. I'll take it. <laughs> um, does that make me a bitch? Mm-hmm. No, it makes it makes you crazy because that is <laughs> such a funny and insane thing to do. But it doesn't make you a bitch because I would be like, that's not a bitchy thing to do. That's a weird thing to do. It, yeah, she looked at me like, this is so weird. And it's, we haven't been friends for ages. So it was like a part of me that she didn't know about. <laughs> but she learned. Um, okay, so... Yeah, Ellie does end up giving the card to Abby. Um, and then immediately before the next thing we see is Ellie being like Ellie sitting next to Emma and being like, I gave her the card. And then um, and then Emma's like, you made you did the wrong thing. You shouldn't have done that. And then Ellie starts crying. And I'm like, why would Emma say that? Yeah. That she, you, like, you can't do anything about it now. But also, I fucking hate that. It's like just someone's like you did something that you regretted and then someone sits next to you and goes, you fucked up. <laughs> yeah, I know, can't. But also if Emma's, if Emma wants Matt, then she shouldn't be like pushing the person who's close. Like Ellie at the moment is probably like a front, one of the big front runners. So you'd think that she would yeah. be like, oh, actually maybe I want to like push for, for, I don't know. Abby or Kristen or somebody who doesn't have a rose to get it, you know? Well, I'm thinking, like, Emma seems to be egging Ellie on a lot. And, you think like, she's going to try and get her cancelled for being a bitch? Well, yeah, it's like she wants Ellie to, like, confront Abby over these things that clearly Emma doesn't like Abby for either, but she's just, like, pushing it onto Ellie. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, well, I think for some reason <clears throat> Emma reminds me a bit of Kate Middleton. And I think maybe she wants to be seen as like a, a, a sweet 
angel who's not part of any of these uh, gripes. So egging Elion would be in her. Well, yeah, good really, nature. she's like a a fucking mob boss who's keeping her hands clean. Yeah, that's what she's doing. I see right through it. <laughs> um, so then we see Sagand with um, Matt on her like little single time, and she's like, I, I really like you. Um, and I feel like something went wrong or something. And he's like, well, I wish you'd said that four or six cocktail parties ago. And then he says, why did you take your foot off the pedal? And this is like, she's literally just been sabotaged by her own mind, making her crazy, just obsessed with Abby. (laughs) And she hasn't been talking to Matt. See, that's the thing. Like you can have these feuds, but like the difference is that Abby is the one who's just like, okay, I'm going to ignore all this and go talk to the boyfriend that I'm trying to. Yeah. Like, get. <laughs> and then they just, and then they get obsessed and they go crazy. Poor again, she's gone crazy. And honestly, people would have been egging her on to go crazy too. Yeah. Emma in the corner. She's the real mastermind here. Well, I think maybe there would have been some producers more behind it than Emma, but. No, Emma. Okay, yep. Um, So then there's Abby's, um, Abby's time and she says that um, basically it was the fighting for the card was weird but he's the most important thing in this experience so that's why she did it um, and then we cut back to Sagan saying that Abby's good at articulating her words and it's not a fair game against Abby which is I don't even know what that means what does that mean I, I guess she, I think they just all seem to think that because Matt <laughs> likes Abby yeah. more <laughs> Yeah, it wouldn't be a fair game if you and I were trying to win Mark's heart. Yeah, he'd just be paying me all the attention. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> sorry, no, I know you. You, uh, you're big time in love. Uh, sorry, I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to cast aspersions. Big time in love. <laughs> um. So. Uh, Cut between Ellie and Emma saying, Abby must have serious things to say to Matt if she really wanted that time. And then, like, it's just, you just cut back to Abby and Matt laughing and having fun. Um, which is, like, we already heard her say some serious stuff at the start. So they're clearly just trying to cut it any time they're laughing. Yeah. <laughs> With, um, and they're, like, talking about the cheese or something. <laughs> and then Abby comes back and says... Um, they're like, how's your time? And she's like, oh, I actually got to eat some of the cheese and I got this fresh raspberry. It was so good. And this just sends Ellie into a spiral. <laughs> like a proper spiral. You can see the hate behind her eyes. But it's like... <clears throat> <clears throat> Sorry. Once. Yeah, well, I mean, honestly, um, it's like, when. well, you didn't like it when she came back from dates telling you what actually happened. Mm. So she's just started talking about the food to try to... Yeah, she's making a joke. What does she have to come back and... First of all, you all fucking talk about her behind her back. I would not be vulnerable around... If I was Abby, I would not be vulnerable in any way around them at all. Because all they fucking do is bitch about her. Like, she clearly knows. Yeah. It's... They're not being very subtle about it. Like, I wouldn't... Uh-uh. I wouldn't talk to them about anything. Uh-uh. And then also, maybe she's just the type of person who just likes to make jokes. And I also relate to that as someone who's incapable of being sincere. <laughs> you can be sincere sometimes. Oh, fuck. I'm starting to realise that I, like, anytime anyone says anything sincere to me, I, like, have to... 
break the tension with a joke every time, whether it's like Mark saying something sweet to me or someone like opening up about something that's upsetting them. I like, it's like an, it's like an urge that I cannot <laughs> contain. Okay, let's see if we, let's see if you can not do it. Hey, Naomi. Okay. Yes. I treasure our friendship. No, that's, no, but you never say that. I, You've caught me off guard. I like spending time with you and I liked when we had dinner. And we had nice chats. Um, yeah. And I, I like uh, see. I like the way your face lights up when you see me. Um, oh, so you like that I make you feel good? Yeah, and I, about your I lo- appearance. I feel like I light up when I see you too, and especially I like hanging out with Tazo. And I also, you know, it's it's fun to feel like you got a little family, and this feels like a little podcast family that we got together, and a little friendship family. <laughs> I'm going to cry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, because you're really sincere, so. All right, well, I think I'm extremely sincere a lot of the time. No, you're not. You're always goofing. I'm not goofing. I think you think my goofing, I think you think my sincerity is goofing heaps. No, remember when I got excited and um, at comedy festival and you came up and said I love you and you called me beautiful and I was like oh my god and I was like spinning out and you were like yeah I was drunk that's what I do when I'm drunk to everyone not just you yeah but it's the I'm telling you the truth because I do think everybody it's just that when I'm drunk I tell people (laughs) instead of just keeping it in my head (laughs) well okay well that was a beautiful moment yeah alcohol helps me to be sincere (laughs) I I love you okay are you happy? <laughs> yes, I am. Okay, good. Back to I the am. back to the pod now. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. Okay. <laughs> Just having a little sincere <laughs> moment among friends. It's okay. Um. So, uh, whatever. Ellie's pissed that Abby made a joke about a raspberry. Um, and then Matt comes back with the rose and gives it to Abby, and Sagan's like tearing up. And Abby asks if Sagan is okay. Um, which I think is important to note. And then again says, oh, history repeats itself. And I don't even know what she's talking about there. I guess maybe another time in her life she was dating a man who was also dating like 28 other women. Um, right. And he slowly narrowed them down in the hope that one of them would want to have his baby. And um, when she was like in the top seven or eight or whatever, she got um, he, he chose not to continue the relationship with her. So I think that's what she means when she says history repeats itself. <laughs> <laughs> right okay um so uh then yeah rose ceremony ali's all pissed off and sagan leaves um and then they make it seem like sagan is talking about abby in the car as she's leaving but it's obvious that they're just taking previous sound bites um because all they actually show her saying in the car is like um yeah or something like that (laughs) and pretend that it's the end of a sentence of her saying like well Abby's a bitch and I hate her and I hope Matt can see it one day and then Um, it's her in the limo and then she's like um yeah (laughs) (laughs) and it's like I see what you're doing it's like she's clearly not thinking about Abby when she's leaving she's just sad she's probably in that moment just being like fuck I was played um, I feel like well, she kind of she played herself really. Yeah, but I also feel like people pushed her to be crazy. Yeah, absolutely, they would have. The only one who told her not to be crazy is her friend. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> who 
like she's clearly done this before. You should have you know him. <laughs> yeah, he was like, okay, you he need was to calm not down. Like, yeah, he wasn't like, this is so out of character for you. He's like, classics again. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, we'll be back in a second. Okay, we're back. Um, it's the second. Now we're looking at the second episode. That would be episode what? Fourteen? Yeah. No, twelve. Yeah, twelve. Sorry, yeah, twelve. Oh, time flies so much in this show, don't you think? Yes, I mean, yes, I mean, well, it depends. I find it quite <laughs> slow sometimes. Also, um, something that I forgot is that now, so we've got like how many women left? Like five or six or something? Six at this We've got point. six and we've only got one brunette left. Uh, Emma's the last one. Yeah, doomed. Also, um, so this is something that I've realised. So the last few days I've been like, maybe I should dye my hair blonde. I don't know. Maybe I'll do my, dye my hair blonde. And then I realise why oh, no. it's the same thing that happens every time The Bachelor comes around. It's like I start to be like, maybe I should get a fake tan. <laughs> I don't know. It's like I see people. Hey, Mark. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Mark's just, he can't hear you. Oh. Hi, Mark. Oh, Danielle's just saying hi. Oh, sorry. I thought you were doing your podcast. We are doing our podcast. Hi. Hi. I'm <laughs> <laughs> leaving that in. Um, uh, yeah, I can't wait to see you next week with like a full fake tan. I'm every time with you. I I cannot. I mean, I'm I'm not. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I don't know why. I because I'm glad I caught myself before I've dyed my hair blonde. Just to realise that the reason, <laughs> the reason, like, I do think this is because we spend so much time watching this show and it's like, you know, you just, what you see is like the thing that you think is normal. Absolutely. And so then you're like, I feel like everybody's blonde than me. I think I need to be blonde. And then you realise that you're just watching a show and everybody's blonde. Yeah, that's just Matt's fault. Yeah. That's what he likes. Um, I'm still trying to figure out whether Matt is a gamer. If anyone sees Matt... <laughs> Um, and they, you know what I was thinking? I was like, cause I don't, I don't like it when people like stop, um, when they like invade celebrities, personal space. Um, people already do it enough with Mark and, um, like it's nice and whatever, but sometimes I'm just trying to have a conversation with him and then someone's like, Oh, pud. Um, <laughs> and I'm like, can we go? Um, and then, uh, but I was like, if I, I was driving down the street yesterday and I was like, if I saw Matt walk past. I would fucking screech my car to a halt, like just pull it over, jump out and run up to him and be like, are you a gamer? I would do it. So if I want everyone else could message to him have... And I think <laughs> he's a gamer. That would be wonderful because Naomi's going He will think crazy. it's like a bullying camera. She cannot stop thinking about... She cannot stop fixating, I think, because she's trying to think, is he my perfect partner? And this is the last no. question. No, he's not my perfect partner. He's way too into sport. I but I just think you can tell a lot about a man by if he games and what games he plays, okay? okay. It's like a part of them that they don't advertise very what much. What games would you want them I to play? Like, oh, oh, I'm trying and to what games would you not want actually. them to play? You'd want them to be like a casual gamer. So if they played like um Zelda and Mario, like Zelda Breath of the Wild on Switch, like, if they can get into just, like, a really good game, mm-hmm. um, I'd say um, Mark plays um, too many shooty games for my liking. <laughs> um, so I wouldn't want him to be someone who plays, like... I wouldn't want him to be, like, a jock. So if he played, like, COD or something, like, all those, like, gross... Or, like, FIFA or something, that's, like... <laughs> that's maybe the worst. And then the worst after that 
is going full the other way. The ones who play like Dota and WoW. Um, that is pretty disgusting. And then under that, I guess um, if we're going from most worst to least worst. Then it would be like the kind of games Mark plays, which is like PUBG and Overwatch and stuff like that. And then um, under that is the games that are good, which is like... Um, which is like Zelda Breath of the Wild. So that's the rankings of what games are good okay. to play in a man. What about, um, Jono's got obsessed with this game at the moment. It's on Switch and um, it's it's like a game. I think it's so funny. So you start out and you're in like a office job and then the office job's not good, but somebody in your family dies and leaves you with some money. So you can choose to do the office job or go move to the farm in the country. And you go to the country and you start like, build like farming your own Danielle stuff you think I don't know what fucking Stardew Valley oh that's the name of it I don't know what that I didn't know the name of it oh my god I became obsessed with that game it's such a good game it's so lovely he's been playing um, it for ages played it while I had the flu he sent me a a screenshot yesterday he's like I'm making truffle aioli now (laughs) (laughs) wow he's deep he's deep in it um He, yeah, I, uh, that was the first game I ever reviewed on Gamey Gamey Game. That was the oh. first episode I was ever on. And I was so passionate about it that everyone was like, oh, wow, why don't you come back and then eventually, like, um, be on every episode. So. All right. Um, Star- so Stardew Valley was the thing that kicked it all off. That's a good episode of Gamey Gamey Game, actually. Yeah. So if you never watch Gamey Gamey Game, it's a good episode. And an excellent game, which is, like, anti-capitalist, but then, so it's, it's, like, the whole point is you hate your, like, capitalist day job and you go to live on this, like, in this nice little town um, where you just, like, make food and the whole town works together. But then you end up, like, just because of the way that our minds are, you just end up trying to produce as much as possible. So it actually, like, gives you a really capitalist mindset and I always got, like, stressed out that I couldn't milk all my cows in a day. <laughs> <laughs> like nothing bad happens to them if you don't milk them. But <laughs> anyway, so what do you think about the um, fact that Jono plays Stardew Valley but also plays FIFA? Ooh, I mean that like Jono, that is a special breed of man <laughs> who likes Stardew Valley and FIFA. <laughs> FIFA is like I. There's nothing I respect less than playing FIFA. <clears throat> Even people who play Dota. Um, okay, and so that is the game chat of the episode done okay um tell us what games you play and i'll tell you how much i respect you out of 10 yeah it's not i'll probably i'll i'll use descriptive words okay sorry she'll say good medium or bad well i will decide the words words, danielle so (laughs) just letting you know uh so eleanor has a date all right we're in episode 12 eleanor's got a date they're t- in the. They're going to the date in a Hyundai Kona Electric, um, <laughs> which is like random that I remember the name. Um, but they do talk about a lot of the amazing features of this Hyundai Kona Electric car. Yeah. Oh yeah. Matt bloody loves it. I like that he he does laugh. Like they laugh about it because clearly this is a psycho thing that to do. But they need to do the car ad. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then the date is them. Uh, it's like a. It's like a timeline yeah, of, of 10 years of their lives. Yeah, this is psycho. This is the worst date ever. I would rather do the fucking backpacks in the mud with Arnie Badger than this. I haven't even done this with my partner of multiple years. And I, I, I wouldn't. No, me either. I'd be like, 
But we're like spontaneous. We're like manic pixie dream girls. You can't tie us down to a timeline. I mean, you know? Jonathan does like timelines, things like that. Like he'll he'll make me have it. We had like a conversation at the start of the year to talk about what would happen in the next year or two, because he needed to oh, let me God. know. Because I'm just like I don't know. But honestly, it has been good. Because if not, we would never have started our joint savings account, and then we wouldn't be um, getting stuff happening. Mark and I are going to get a joint account. It's good to do. Does encourage you, and that's been joint account chat on the guys. Pod. Get a joint account together. Get a joint account with your fucking um, opposite gender sex partner. Okay. Okay. Well, no need to put put that in there, Naomi. All right. I'm just saying we're we're just we're we're. I hate to admit it, but we're just a couple of normies, Danielle. Yeah, obviously we have joint bank accounts now. Something happened. I I cancelled my dad off my um my bank account recently so he can't see my transactions anymore i'm 26 so why was he on it because <laughs> forever because my dad it works for a bank and so he um he 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 started up my bank account which is still my bank account and then he would just always be able to access or see my bank account and then i never changed it because i was like uh he can change my address if i need to or get me another card and i just text him and he can do stuff in my bank account but then i realized that it actually only takes one second to call up and do all that stuff. And I'd rather him not know where I'm spending my money. Yeah. <laughs> That's insane. Do you make him book your dentist appointments too? No, Jono does that. <laughs> oh, fuck. No, I don't, no, I'm doing that, okay? But Jono sorts out our private health. You have private health cover? Yeah, because Jono works for a private health care company. Oh, that makes sense. Um. All right, so it's like a... For the next 10 years, what are we doing? <laughs> Even though I have five other girlfriends, let's plan our entire future right now. Um, and then he says, where do you want to live? And she says, oh, that's a lot. And then he says, okay, let's do travel. How do you build that travel and adventure? And she's like, ah. <laughs> um, and she fucking panics, um, basically. Yeah. It's too much. It's even as like a playful thing. I don't know. People are like, oh, you could just like play along and not make a big deal out of it you know i think it's hard though but because it, it it would feel like you're giving false answers if you say something that you're not 100 percent on board with it's also like him giving false commitment like you know if you're like with a fuck boy and it's like like what if a guy was like oh uh, like he literally has five other girlfriends and he's like oh where do you want to live like how many kids are you gonna have like it's very affectionate yeah even if it's a joke it's too much um so then we get Eleanor talking to a producer and she says, it's a lot of pressure. I don't like second guessing myself. And then she's like, I need, she's like, the producer's like, oh, blah, blah, blah. And then she's, and then Eleanor says, I need to get out of here. I can't. And just walks out. <laughs> she cannot handle it. Um, maybe a lesson in the fact that just because you're the bachelor doesn't mean you can do whatever you want and people aren't going to call you out for being psycho. Yeah, it is psycho. It's proper psycho behavior. Yeah, so then Matt's like, all right, let's try and save the date for the second part. There's like, it's like they're in a planetarium or something. It's like a giant moon. It reminds me of this. So in McLeod's Daughters, for some reason, they would always have like a bathtub in the middle of the field near the windmill at night time. <laughs> and I was like. Well, and have a bath. Yeah. They had a bath there. Which, by the way, if you're at a farm and there's a bathtub in a field, that, that, that bathtub is used to like. For animals to drink out of or what... Horse food. Yeah, or what my granddad used to use ours for would be that would be where we would like shave the pig after it was dead. 
So my granddad like beside it, he would have like a f- like a fire and then like a forty gallon, I don't know, like a big drums of water, one on top of the other, and then that would be, he'd put water in that and that would boil the water, and then we'd put the pig in the bathtub and then you pour the water over it because I guess it makes their hair follicles open up a bit or whatever, and then he'd shave the pig once it was covered in in some water. I don't know if it was boiling water or just hot water actually. So sorry about oh maybe mistaking God. you. With that. <laughs> Um, that's what you're sorry for? Yeah, I'm sorry if I mistook you. Anyway, but that's what, because you don't want to have hairy oh. crackling. Yuck, 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 yuck. Uh. You want nice, perfectly shaved crackling. Uh, so you're still eating hair follicles? I guess so. You're eating skin. Crackling is skin, Naomi. I don't really like crackling that much. Too salty. Well, you know that that's like, yeah, it's so the skin's not salty. is because you put the salt on it to make it crackly. But you can also, like, my mum wouldn't put... If we would, if my granddad was doing a pig on the spit, he's not salt on the whole pig, you know? You're not putting salt on the whole pig. You're just putting the pig on <laughs> the spit. I don't want to talk about My granddad this. built the pig the pig spit <laughs> with parts he found at the dump, which is so cool, I think. He used a whippersnipper motor and it turns oh, the pig yeah, around. I think it just shows wow. that, like, he, he, he what a skill. He, could build, he can build the machine <laughs> just with his brain. I could not do that. <laughs> Never went to uni. Knows how to build a pig on a spit. um, okay. So there, there's a bathtub. Yeah, we got the big moon date in front of a giant moon. Um, and they get in the tub, and then he's like, "Hey, what's up? Why did you freak out there, you bitch?" That's his words, yep. by the way. Um, and she says, "Fuck you." Um. It's hard for me to open up because I have a fear of heartbreak because I've never had my heart broken. She loves to bring that up, doesn't I she? I would not bring that I've up. I've never been rejected. She's going to get rejected. Yeah. She's not going to win. She's going to get rejected and it will. she will grow from That's it. That's good. Cause she, yeah. um, like that Alanis Morissette song says. How does that go? What song? I recommend getting your heart stomped on to anyone. Thank you. And that's a little piece of advice from Naomi and Alanis Morissette. I remember. That's, I don't want to, okay, I'll tell you. I'm actually Alanis Morissette. Oh, my God, I didn't know. I never picked up on it. Did you know she wrote Jagged Little Pill at, like, 19 years old? That entire album? That's crazy. It has so much emotional depth. She'd been through a lot of that stage. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Let's Moving move on. on. <laughs> So, so many segues. I can't keep on track. It's too early for me. My brain's not working. Um, so she's like, oh, it's hard for me because I'm so beautiful that no one's ever rejected me. And he says um, that he's not, he's worried because he's not sure where he stands with her. And I'm like, oh, do you ever think that that's how she fucking feels? Because she's worried she doesn't know where she stands with you because you have five other girlfriends. How about that? You it's like him. all these guys on The Bachelor, they always demand that the women make them feel so like secure in their feelings yeah do you know what i mean yeah i know what you mean i think because they just i they are like i don't know they they are like well i'm putting myself out here for you because i'm on the show and i've got to come talk to you but also like they're on the show and they got to compete with other beautiful women yeah anyway so she says to him i could see myself falling in love with you and then um and then matt says to camera hopefully she continues to open up to me and doesn't let her fears hold her back you mean her very real fears that you are absolutely going to realize yeah <laughs> come on yeah she already knows just so what you we can know. just so you can crack her open more 
and then just destroy her when she comes like fourth. Yeah. Yeah, she knows anyway. she knows she knows what we know, which is that she's not winning this competition. Sorry, not winning yeah. sorry, there's no winning, there's no competition, sorry. That she is not going to be Matt's life partner. And it's absolutely a competition. I don't know why people say it's not a competition. Naomi, it's not a competition. competition. It's just it's just made like it's a game show, and (laughs) it's a competition. It's not a competition. It's just true love. Okay, okay, Uh. okay, (laughs) okay. Is it weird because on the camera? Because I don't really have a stand, so it's just sitting on my desk, the desk where I am. That you can just see my eyes and the top of my forehead. I can't even see your eyes. What? I can literally only see your forehead. Oh, there they are. Oh, it's so beautiful. I don't want to see your perfect skin, okay? I'm not in the mood. Sorry. Um, <laughs> stop. stop. I don't want to see it. Mm, hello. Sorry. I'll stop. I'll put my phone back Danielle's down. Danielle's just zooming up on her tiny paws. <laughs> um, Sorry, use a paw tightening cleanser. <laughs> Dr. <laughs> Dennis Gross, whatever his name is. I don't know. It's Dr. Gross. Which is like, why is that your name? You change that. Make a doctor a tiny right paws. <laughs> 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 um, we get another thing of Ellie talking about giving the card to Abby. Um, and I've written here, it wasn't yours to give, which is true. Abby could have just snatched it just as easily as you, but she didn't. Um, anyway, I will not let this go. Um, <laughs> and. Ellie is. She says she's gonna tell Matt that Abby is not here for the right reasons or something. She's like, I'm gonna tell Matt about Abby, and it's like, what about her? Anyway, um. So then there's a group date, and um, very cool drag queen Art Simone is there. Yes, I I thought this was a fun idea, and a fun day, yeah. and a fun people seem to be there. I like Art Simone. I think Art Simone. My friend has actually um worked with Art Simone. Um, my friend. William does like um, set and costume design sometimes and he's helped make some of her costumes and hats and stuff. That's so cool. And she's, yeah, she's amazing. And all, everything she wears is amazing. Highly recommend um, going on her Instagram. And um, she, once, once she had a a hat made out of Coles minis and it was like really big (laughs) and like, they were like um, organized like by color, so it was like a rainbow, like big Coles minis thing, and then a little like shopping basket. Are you happy about so cool. the um, the new Woolworths things that are going to be like plants? Yes, because I, as much as I did like that headpiece, I fucking hated Coles minis and Ushies. Like it's just so much fucking plastic. Yeah, that's just for no reason. So that is cool. I'm gonna shop at Woolworths on purpose so I can get the little plants. But also, um, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna go to my local, um sort of like small family owned grocery stores in in where I'm where I live because I like to support local business. <sighs> Fuck shut okay, up. I would recommend Danielle. doing that for yourself too, Naomi. Because oh, as much as you can I know you Stardew Valley made you a big capitalist, but <laughs> I would shop at those local grocers. Well jokes on you because I do shop at my local grocer because it's underneath where I live and I refuse to make the three minute walk. Okay, she's talking trip about an Coles. IGA. I feel like are those independently owned? Yes. Okay. Independent grocers of Australia. Okay, that's that's so, fine then. I'll accept. Cop that bitch. Okay, um, well, I was just sitting with you and told you about my feelings <laughs> and they just call me a bitch straight away. Cool. Whatever. Well, exactly. That's another. Fuck! I go to that. I go to that IGA, right? 
And then this happened earlier in the year and it happened the other day again. He's like, oh, are you going to go back to blah, 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 a bar that I went to once? And he's like, are you going to go back there this December? Because um, last year on December 23rd, me and my sister went to this like sort of shitty pub bar thing. It was the only place that was like had an actual dance floor open on Christmas Eve Eve. And I don't know if you've ever seen me on a dance floor, Danielle. Um, but it is, I don't hold back and I take up a lot of space. And so then like this guy, like who works at IGA was like, Hey, did you go to this place on this day? Like months afterwards. (laughs) And I was like, yeah, that was me. And he's like, yeah, I remember seeing you dancing. And I tried to tell my mum that story and she's like, oh, that's creepy. And I'm like, no, it's not his fault. <laughs> like, I'm sure it was seared into his memory. Yeah, he remembers. <laughs> you also remember Christmas Eve Eve, so. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, then the other day he's like, are you going to go there again come December? And I was like, oh, God. And he's like, you really dance like no one's watching. <laughs> and I was like, thank you so much. Yeah, I don't think he's being creepy. Can I please pay for my bananas and nice leave? <laughs> No, it was true. It was funny. I danced like a fucking lunatic. Okay. Um. Anyway, they're with Art Simone, who's teaching them. They're going to do self-portraits of their inner drag queen. Which, can I say, um, none of them listened to this brief. So the brief was inner drag queen, whether that's... So I, do, I sometimes, I used to, but I haven't done it for ages because it told me I had to start paying money and I was like, Mm-mm, absolutely not. I did this like home design app, which I liked, but you were given a brief. And you had to follow the brief. And nobody on the app followed the brief. They just tried to make the most beautiful room instead of being like, this person said they wanted, like, dark colours. Why <laughs> are you doing everything in white, okay? Nobody followed the brief. And I feel like this is the thing. Everybody was trying to, like, make a pretty picture instead of following the brief. I feel like I know two people who've spent a lot of money on that app, which is absolutely psycho. Yeah, you can't be spending money on because. Fake- you spend design. like three actual dollars on one digital couch. Like, yeah. <laughs> and they spend like hundreds of dollars. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Just play Sims, dude. Um, okay. So, uh, all right. So they, Ellie's pissed off that Abby sits next to Matt. Um, it's a competition. Like you actually have to do some stuff instead of just complaining that everyone should be playing fair. It's not fair. You're competing for a man's attention. Yeah. Like, um, and then you've got shots of Matt and Abby laughing, but there's like sinister music underneath because that's evil that they're laughing together. <laughs> um, and then it's like basically shots of all the other girls like just drinking wine and being annoyed that the, that Matt and Abby are having <laughs> fun. And then Chel- poor little Chelsea freaking out that she can't paint. That's so. Um, that's so. I made me so sad because it's also like, uh, what like. I just thought about, like, it's, if you don't paint and then you go to a place with, like, canvases and then just, like, regular paints. Like, they're probably not great paints that they're painting with because it's, like, for, a, like, class. They're probably not, like, professional artist paints or whatever. And if you don't have, like, the – you don't, like, know how to paint and you haven't spent time, like, this wouldn't be a long day. It's, like, if you're doing – a if you're actually painting, you probably spend time planning the painting before you get started. You think about colours. Mm. You think about all that stuff. It's not – no matter what none of these paintings are going to be the greatest painting because nobody you haven't spent time planning or thinking about it. It just made me so upset that, like, she was worried that it wouldn't be, like, a masterpiece. Uh, yeah, I was like, why do you care? Yeah. I, <laughs> it's None of them are going to be good. None of them are artists. Anyway, um, so Art Simone pulls her aside, and this is, like, straight out of an episode of RuPaul's Drag Race, basically. Um, 
and tells her to to own it. And I like I like that this like drag queen is given the task of um trying to give a pep talk to a woman who's been in a clearly abusive relationship. Yeah. <laughs> and she's saying like, yeah, Artemis like look at yourself and give yourself compliments or something. And Chelsea starts crying and she's like, what's, why are you crying? And she's like, oh, I was told I wasn't good enough in a previous relationship. And then Art Simone's like, well, there's a reason you're not with that person anymore. So screw him. <laughs> <laughs> it's so much deeper than that, but doing their, he's doing his they best. They can't do it um, on the show. They can't go into it on the show. They can't have like a full big discussion. Oh, they would love it if they had a full big discussion. But that's a very serious thing to yeah. talk about. Um, anyway, so um, Arts and Moon does make Chelsea feel better, a bit better. Arts and Moon, she's just like, come on, just do your best and be nice to yourself. Um, so then they're, they're like, oh, we... So then they finish... Everyone finishes painting and they're like, oh, we... Are we ready to see? And they're like, yes. And she's like, what? No, say it again. And they go, yes, which made me laugh a lot. I was like, why are you doing this? Why are you making all these straight <laughs> blonde women go, yes, queen? <laughs> um, anyway, so we see Matt's first, which is um, terrifying. Yes. But, um, you know, that why does it have red eyes? That's yeah, my, was, this drag queen looks quite angry. orange eyes. I was like, what the fuck is wrong with this? You have like... I think greenish, bluish, or maybe brown eyes. I really haven't looked at his eyes, but there's no no <laughs> way in nature are they that colour. Well, yeah, but that's it's his drag queen. It's not him. And then it says, he says, I can be firm and assertive when I need to. And I'm like, I don't think you need to specify that as a guy. Like, Yeah, I think it's, it's more about like, I, th- I think this would be like, if I was doing it, I'd be having fun being like trying to, I don't know, express your personality more. And none of those things are yeah. personality based. Yeah, it was weird. If I was doing anyway. the exercise where I paint my inner drag queen, I would mm-hmm. um, paint myself as like a creative, fun, colourful lady. Oh, I'd be like um, Lucy Lou in uh, Charlie's Angels when she's wearing all leather. Oh, yep. You know, ooh, Barracuda. That's me. Um. Anyway, I you with the red pants. Uh, the red pants. Your Korean pants. Oh yeah. Um. Uh. There's a little cool S in the corner of Matt's painting, by the way. Ooh. Just a little Easter egg there. For what? The, you know, just like the well, some people call it the Stussy S. You know, the one you draw in high school. Oh. Oh. With the three lines, and then you join. Was them that together. just for him to warm up? <laughs> yeah, I guess. I just do my warm up painting. <laughs> Um, so then we reveal some of the other ones. Ellie does some sort of abstract art. This was absolutely to try and be like, oh, look, I'm, there's more to me. I'm arty. Yeah, and Art Simone's like roasts her yeah. for, she's like, oh, this drag queen needs to sit in the makeup chair for five more minutes. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, because you didn't draw a drag queen. You drew some kind of yeah, like. Yeah, to the brief, babe. Yeah. Um, this is just like that home design app. Yes. Um, Kristen's is. Good. Um, it's very pretty, actually. It is insane, um, though, as well. It's like it's just yeah. a picture of herself, but with really long hair and then like rose petals flying everywhere. It's beautiful. I was just like, th- I mean, I love Krista, but this is not this is not the brief, but this is also like the front cover of like a romantic sex novel. <laughs> yes, it's clearly yeah. <laughs> 
I really liked it. Um, Eleanor's is fucked. Um, it's like her head's completely bald with just like this ponytail coming out of the top. It kind of reminded me of that doll that um, Angelica has on Rugrats. Yes. With just the hair just popping out of the top. I loved that doll. Well, it's actually kind of like Angelica's mum's hair in that show. Um, anyway, it looks fucked. Um, and then we see Abby's, which is just... Terrifying. This is what Emma says. Absolutely fucking terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> which is true. It's like, it's, it's hot. It's, it's like nightmare. It's got the craziest eyes I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's done a good job. Abby says she's unhinged. She's so happy. <laughs> That's her drag queen. Um, and then we see Chelsea's. Chelsea's has rainbow hair to reflect my fun aside, which is a weird thing to do. I'm fine. When you've invited a queer person into the room. Yeah, the rainbow. <laughs> then, like, that's not what the rainbow means. <laughs> no, it's not. Um, and then she's got, she used integral symbols for her ears. Mm-hmm. They're her maths ears. And then she's got a sparkly brain because that's the best part and of she her. she had a crack in the background because she's broken, but she's also working on it. Yes, a lot of symbolism in this one. And so as a result of that, Chelsea wins the time. Um very proud of Chelsea here. Very sweet. I really want to roast her for the maths ears, <laughs> but I will hold back because I'm very proud That's of her. That's just because you hate nerds. But also, well, you've got to be I also maths, am so a nerd. Calm down. I know how to do integration, and I've never thought I'm going to stick an integral sign somewhere where it doesn't belong just to remind everyone that I know how to do integration. <laughs> So, sorry, I did end up having to roast <laughs> Chelsea there, but that's okay. I still like her very much. Um, so, uh, they get there, like, in on a couch or some shit. I don't even remember. She opens up again about how she's been hurt in the past and etc. She gets a rose. Um, I still, I still think, I still think she's a really good shot at winning. Chelsea. Yeah, I think, I think it's between. I think she's number one. Uh, and Abby. I think it's between her and Abby. Well, okay, yeah, let's get to the cocktail okay. party here. Um, Abby says she's anxious and she says, "I this is like such a bitchy thing to say. She says, I haven't gone into a cocktail party without a rose in a while. And you just see all the other women like... <laughs> I think that's so funny. That's such a funny thing to say after everybody's been... Because I, I think it's funny that everybody's been horrible to her. So every now and then she says something to be like... <laughs> yeah, I think it's funny. <laughs> Um, and Ellie says she wants to go first because she has something to say to him. Now, keep in mind what Ellie wants to say is that Abby is a bitch, Mm -hmm. right? This is her plan. So then we see Abby being like, you know what? I actually want to talk to him first as well. So I'm just going to sit, um, over here. And if he comes here first, then I'll grab him. And that is precisely what happens. And then they're all fucking furious about it. They're like, "How Ellie gave her the card, yes, like the other day. She should return the favor. And I'm like, again, this is the last time I'll say it, but it wasn't Ellie's card to no. give. She fucking stole the card. Yeah, and then she didn't And then reneged down. because she couldn't, she couldn't do it. And then all she's done since then is just be an absolute bitch to Abby. <laughs> And, like, talking about her constantly behind her back, coming up with a plan to sabotage her. Like, no, I don't think... Obviously, she did the right thing because you were just going to tell Matt how much of, like, how much you hate Abby and think she's here for the wrong reason. So I'm glad that Abby got in first. 
Anyway, it's like, how dare she not let me talk to him first about how much she fucking sucks. <laughs> um, so then Kristen says it's disappointing that Abby um, grabbed him first and that's maybe the meanest thing that Kristen has said yes. this entire She's show. She's a sweet angel. Is It's disappointing. She's a kind soul. And then Emma um, is complaining that Abby doesn't give a fuck about girl code. You are six women competing for the affection of a man. There is no such thing as a girl code. Like No. This show was set up precisely to ruin any sort of solidarity between women. Yeah, they're women. pitting you against each other. <laughs> Literally. Like, it couldn't be more set up for you to fight over a man. <laughs> anyway, and then Ellie's like, oh, like, should I just go interrupt Abby and Matt? And then Emma's like, do it, do it. Because she's still fucking pulling the strings, man. Yep. She's pulling the so strings. You, you reckon, um, I reckon Emma goes soon. I mean, she does have brown hair. She, yeah. She's just not his type. She's not blonde. <laughs> Doesn't bode well for her. Um, so then she's like, fuck it. Um, Ellie, like, walks up and is like, hey, can I, like, interrupt? And so Abby, um, who's wearing Matt's jacket at the time, very Ooh. cozy, um, gives it back and walks away. And I like that she yeah. says, I couldn't wear this around all night. <laughs> what would people think? Or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so Ellie tells Matt that Abby doesn't have the right intentions. Um, she says maybe she thinks she's ready to move to Melbourne, but I don't think she's emotionally ready, which is not your place at all. I hate this so much. Oh, it makes me so mad. Also, it's just like the worst move. It makes you look like you're not, you don't care about Matt and you're just trying and they always they always say like that as well it's like even if you don't choose me I want you to choose the right person because I care about you and I want you to like be happy and you won't be happy if you're with this other girl (laughs) it's like it never works anyway Matt's like oh okay but um and anyway what else uh so then we have Ellie and Abby sitting down later um, which is this part, this is amazing. This is why, I think this is why I like Abby so much because I would also act like this in this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> They're like sitting down together and Ellie tells Abby it was rude of her not to repay the favour. Um, and Abby basically says like, why would I send Matt, a guy, like over to another woman who's like trying to like end up with him as well at the same yeah. time and then um and then and then ellie goes i wouldn't step over another girl to get to my man and abby goes why <laughs> <laughs> oh it's so good um and then Kristen goes well yeah blah, blah blah she like sort of explains like why ellie was upset and she just goes it just seems like ellie didn't even come to your mind and then abby goes yeah because i'm here for matt <laughs> And they all just like it's like all their brains just like overload. <laughs> it's like she's the only one being fucking honest. I don't understand why there has to be some sort of girl code. Like, why why would she care about girl code when all the girls are like being mean to her constantly yeah. anyway? I think they just think because no they're all in the house together all the time. Like they've got to be like best friends and stuff. Which is like you could all be best friends and still like fight for him. You know. Yeah, and also no one's going to try to, like, stick to some sort of moral code when you're, like, bullying them incessantly anyway. Why the hell would they do that? 
Anyway, um, so Kristen leaves. Rest in peace, Kristen. R.I.P. My favorite. What a beautiful, beautiful girl. She's your favorite. Yeah, I loved her. I, I think maybe. Yeah. Mm, I guess I don't know who's my favorite now. I guess maybe Abby. Yeah, I, I I love Abby, but I also think I like Chelsea. But I feel sad for her a lot, so that's hard. Yeah, I would hang out with Abby, but I want Chelsea to win. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that brings us to the end of another fabulous week in the Bachelor Mansion. Mansion. All right, well, we all know what happens now. Um, Naomi's going to find some whatever th- reviews if you've written any. If not, we're cancelling the pod. We won't be uploading this, so I don't even know why I'm saying it. Um, but yeah. follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Naomi loves to post on those things, uh, doing all the social media stuff she does. Um, and I'm around sometimes, occasionally, too. I'll check it account out. Sometimes <laughs> I reply to messages, occasionally. Usually I'll interrupt a conversation you're happening having with Naomi and it'll be something horrible about me that I'll interrupt you on and correct you. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Whenever we jump into conversations... The same conversation. <laughs> it's just us disagreeing with each other. <laughs> and being like, hey, Naomi here. Um, Danielle, you're being a real bitch here. Um, but the song for this week uh, is called Blipstream by Kevin McLeod, as you know from Incompetech. Ooh. And this is the description for this song. You love this and you know it. It is a little bit simple and a lot <laughs> bit complicated. Inspired by the days of video games and early computer music, you can download the uncompressed version of this with separate parts here. Fuck yeah. Thank you, Kevin McLeod. Thanks, Kevin, for that description. Love it. Artist. An artist he is. We love no, him. Um, Danielle, I've got some bad what? news. <sighs> is there no new reviews? Or do we not have a five star? Do we have a four star? There's no new reviews. Oh my God, we're cancelling. We're cancelling the podcast. Um, I don't know what to do with this one. Should I? I guess I can just upload it. Yeah, I guess upload it. And then, yeah, just no more. So I guess I'll see you next week just to hang out. No podcast. Yeah, I mean, we'll still be having these conversations. But um, since you guys don't appreciate them enough to leave us reviews... Uh, you will no longer be privy to them. We'll stop putting effort into like the editing, um, singing you beautiful songs, putting content online since you don't appreciate it. Um, we just won't do it anymore. It's done. It's over. And it's all because of you. You've ruined the thing you loved. So, all right. We'll see you never, okay. I guess. Bye. 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 Bitch, bitch. Batch, batch, bitch. Batch, batch, bitch. 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 Basically how we record um, these songs when we're in different places is I'll sing the song, I'll sing over the song and then I'll send that file to Danielle or she'll do it back to me. Um, But Danielle still doesn't understand like volume levels so um, I'm pretty sure she is singing over this entire part uh, but I can't hear any of it. Um, I'm not even sure she listened back to it but you know she's trying and I think she'll get better in time. 
Okay, she probably won't. But she has so many other good qualities, so um, no one tell her about this because she definitely will not listen or hear this. So please don't rat on me. Thanks for listening. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.